Pinned beneath him on the leather chaise, the girl stares up into the gaping moor of the latex wolf mask he is wearing. Despite the alcohol and cocktail of drugs they forced her to take to make her relaxed and pliant, the terror is evident in her eyes. You know what I'm going to do? His voice is muffled as he speaks, hollow and otherworldly. It excites him to tell her what he has in store for her, adopting the role as narrator in this climactic scene of her own personal horror story. It is being filmed, after all. I'm going to squeeze the life out of you, because that's what your sort deserves. Her expression freezes for a brief moment. Perhaps she is deciphering the unfamiliar English. Suddenly, her face crumples into a look of sheer despair. She shakes her head from side to side. No, I don't like it, she says. Stan, where is I need to talk? Her words are vodka slurred, making her Russian accent unguent and treacly. Tears track down the sides of her face as she turns to the cameraman for a reaction. Please make stop. She says something in her mother tongue. The imploring tone in her high-pitched whimper makes her sound like the little girl she really is beneath the heavy makeup. But her needs are not the wolf's concern, and the camera keeps rolling. He digs his knees into those slender haunches to limit her movements, pinions her skinny arms above her head to stop her from lashing out in defense. He calls to the others to hold her down, and like her, they comply with his demands. No, no, she cries, wriggling uselessly against them. It hurt. Where, Dimitri? Get Stan. Stan, help. Stan's not here, he says, almost whispering in her ear. Dimitri's busy, and so are we. She screams, loud enough to distort the soundtrack. The wolf looks up at the other men. There are five in total, all naked but for their masks. A pig, a bulldog, a horse, a cockerel. He stars as the wolf. It is hard to infer the other's moods at this point, but they are all still visibly aroused, queuing up for a second bite of this ripe cherry. Right now, however, it is the wolf's turn. He reaches over to the coffee table, snatches up the ball gag, which he straps around her head with practiced ease despite her wriggling. The only sounds of protest she can emit now is the gurgle of choking on her own saliva. That's better. You talk too much. He puts his hand around the naked girl's neck and squeezes while he rides her. Invincible. In charge of her destiny, as he'd witnessed his own father all those years ago, masterfully controlling the babysitter, the cleaner's daughter, his younger sister, the girl, silenced now, 
red-faced with the sheer effort of clinging to life, writhes beneath him in a bid to break free. There is pleading in her wide eyes, the veins in her forehead standing proud. She mouths the word, Nyek, but the sound never quite breaks free of her compromised gullet. The others have started shouting at him, shouting over each other. Their noise is such that it is difficult to tell if they are egging him on or protesting. But with the smell of fresh meat in his nostrils, the wolf does not care. 